Welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. I am your host, Joey. And I'm your host, Tab. And we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about our most anticipated games of 2021, which Mm -hmm. those lists are pretty expansive. Um, I want to talk a little bit about PlayStation VR 2. But of course, let's start with any newsworthy stuff that we feel like covering. Um, The state of Sony had their state of play last week. We just missed covering it for last week's podcast. Which doesn't bum me out too much because it wasn't too eventful. Um, it was a solid, it was a solid presentation, but there wasn't anything that like jumped up and made me excited. Right, right. And I, I ended up having to miss it because I was teaching at the time, but I didn't really hear a ton of buzz afterwards, and so it didn't really seem like something that was like, oh shoot, I can't, I can't believe I missed that. Yeah, I mean, their their showcase was the Final Fantasy VII remake expansion but the way that they handled it was so confusing like when it it started it opened and there were these new characters and it was like is this like chapter two and then it's like oh no it's not chapter two it's just it's an extra episode that's with the PlayStation 5 version but you can't get it in the PlayStation 4 version so it was very confusing I am still very excited about it. That was the thing I was most excited about. I think I will go back and platinum that game. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm excited to revisit it, especially in you know all the uh, PlayStation 5 glory. They showed Returnal, which I'm still mm-hmm. kind of on the fence about. It looks like a beautiful game, but this particular trailer was a lot more combat-oriented, and it looked a little bit more... I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not entirely sold on it either. Um, it, like you said, it does look beautiful, but I'm not even sure that the combat. I don't know how to describe it, but I'm not sure that the combat that was shown looks really satisfying yeah. or like unique in any way. Um, I still might check it out. It's just not a game that I'm going to be like putting up as a pre-order, you know. Yeah, uh, there are most games I buy because I want to play them. It's very rare that I wait for reviews, but with that one, I feel like I might wait for reviews just to find out mm-hmm. more about it because the initial trailer that we saw looked more mysterious and it looked more of like you land on a mysterious planet and you're exploring and, you know, yeah. all this like mystery. And this trailer did not look like that. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm intrigued by it, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sold on it. Um, yeah, definitely going to keep my eye on it, but I haven't been sold yet. So right, and the rest of the the rest of the showcase was pretty standard. They showed Odd Odd World um, and a couple other games, and you know nothing. Like I said, nothing, nothing too uh, too exciting. Um, anything else in the news that you that caught your attention? Uh, I mean, the big news today is just that Epic Games bought the uh, the publisher and developer of Fall Guys. Right. How do you feel about um, that? So that would be a Tonic Games Group. How do I feel about it? I mean, it's not surprising. We've seen some pretty big plays in the past year or so, um, you know, with, with Microsoft picking up Bethesda. And I feel like we're going to continue to see plays like that. And this one I don't think is anywhere near as close to <laughs> Bethesda level, right? right? But it's pretty significant just because of how 
Fall Guys just like skyrocketed into like the public's attention and how popular that game is. I think it totally fits with Epic Games like with with their product lineup and I think that they're going to become an even more serious player uh as far as um not just only like being the owners of, of Fortnite, but just like what they do with their engine and the games that they uh, produce. And I, yeah, I, I just think we're going to hear about more acquisitions in the future. Yeah, I just I don't know what they're going to do with them. And that worries me. On the one hand, if they if they acquired them to uh, provide them with resources to make a cool game, I think that's mm-hmm. cool. But if they re- acquired them because they're like, well, we you know we have a follow-up to Fortnite in mind at some point and we don't need this up-and-coming company that made this come that made this game that like maybe ate into our user base at least for a little while um i don't i i don't want to see them kind of tear the studio apart to get to the talent you know i want them to provide the talent resources to make another game essentially right right well every every developer that they acquire is potentially more exclusives that they can make for their own game front for their for their own um their own platform very true uh i don't know that that's what's going to happen but they keep slowly i think bolstering their their epic game store and so it wouldn't surprise me if they try to collect a few more key titles and a a few more um developers to just kind of build that up yeah yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be a while before we find anything out uh, in terms of the, what their plans are. But yeah, I, ho- I hope this is good news. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's interesting, but I didn't find it very surprising. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we get to games we're looking forward to, what have you been playing recently? Anything? Well, I, I know some yeah. of what you've been playing because we've been <laughs> playing together. But uh, what else? Uh, what else have you been playing? So we have continued to play Minecraft. That's uh, that's that that one's a given. Yep. Um, but this past week, so I uh, I'm sure to your disappointment, I have fallen off Strikers a little bit, and that's not a uh, uh, a criticism of the game by mm-hmm. any means. I've just been feeling that now is not the right time to tackle a bigger game, and I find it easier if the game is something that I can just like hop in and out of, which is why Minecraft has been really great. Um, just for like the point of the semester that we're in and everything keeps getting busier. Uh, but I, uh, was talking to my brother and he wanted to play, um, Valheim and that game has like been really popular on Twitch and it just kind of like came out of, it came out of nowhere as far as my knowledge of the game. Uh, so we've been playing that and essentially it is a, it's it's a Viking survival game. You you build up your your base. You go out and you gather resources. There are different kinds of of enemies, and you collect trophies to kind of like call up those enemies, and you can then fight them. There are like little dungeons and things like that. But part of the progression for the game is that you have to move your base in order to get to like different resources and just different areas on the map. And the map is actually, um, at least in the starting area that we're at, is pretty expansive. Um, I can definitely see why people really like the game and I'm very, very early in the game. So I can't speak to any of the like mid game or like late game like content, but I can see why people like it. It does things well, but I wouldn't say that there's anything that I have seen so far that's like exceptional. Hmm. Um, 
like the game is not necessarily like graphically impressive uh I saw a whole Reddit thread that was commenting on like, oh, no, I think the game's beautiful. And then there were like a negative Nancy's popping in to be like, this game looks like shit. I don't think it necessarily looks bad, but (laughs) (laughs) it it doesn't look um, especially breathtaking. And I wouldn't say that any of the content is like breathtaking. But here's what I will say. For a game that kind of came out of left field, what it does actually works the way that it's supposed to so you know sometimes you get an early access game on pc and like it's broken basic mechanics don't work when you're like building structures like the fucking doors going through the wall shit like that i haven't seen anything like that in valheim so what's there is solid and i need to spend more time just like tapping into the game and seeing like what all is there uh but what's there like i said is it it works it's solid. It's fine. Um, there's just nothing for me that's personally like, oh, my God, super exciting. But it's always interesting to look at, like, what is popular on Twitch and why it's popular. And, of course, it tends to be driven by, like, the big names, the big personalities. But, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned it being pretty solid in terms of uh, not having a lot of bugs. But I just saw, I think I sent it to you. Um, yeah. There's that, that bug. Cool, it's though. so hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, if you've if you haven't heard about it, like it's this. People were reporting that their ships were flying away, and they were confused because they would just like they would pull up and like, you know, land on shore and then get out of the ship and start walking away, and their ship would just start flying off into the air, and they were like, yeah. "What the hell's going on?" What they found <laughs> out was the essentially the ships were sticking to the feet of birds because there was some glitch where a bird would land on the ship. And then mm-hmm. it wouldn't disconnect, so the bird would fly away and f- and make off with the ship. That is hilarious. Yes, it's, <laughs> the bird was able to control the ships. It's yeah, I have not seen that yet, but that is that is really fucking funny. <laughs> what kind of birds are they? Seagulls? Because that's a seagull move to make. They're just like seagull looking yeah, things. Yeah. See. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll take your sandwich. Funny. They'll take your longboat. Right. That's, uh, I love seagulls, so I think they're beautiful. Yeah. So I've played a bit of that, and that's been fun. Um, the other thing that I like about it is that you immediately have access to both community servers and private servers. Mm. So you can just invite your friends. You can work together. So that's nice. Um, I don't mind survival games that are like pitting you against other players you know with the whole pvp thing but sometimes it's nice to just like have a survival game that you can play completely on your own or just play with a couple people like i'm I'm totally down with that Uh, aside from that the only other thing that i've been playing this week is um ghost of tsushima legends Mm. and we haven't had the opportunity to talk about ghost of tsushima but we both really loved that game uh for me it was like a 9.5 or a 10 out of 10 like it's just everything is so beautiful so i think fun, yeah. um very fun and so uh a mutual friend of ours asked if i wanted to play and so i was like sure because you know it, it was one of those modes that i was excited in hearing about initially but then when it came down to it i was like eh, i don't know it's online sometimes i'm a little hesitant to play online games but it's all it, like it's cooperative so there are story missions that you can play together with your friend but then you can also pop into the survival mode and there are various maps i'm not quite sure how many maps there are but there's at least i think three or four and in those maps you are working together to just kind of like 
survive the 15 rounds of enemies spawning in and, and defend these various points on the map. And you get to choose between four different um, classes. You have Samurai, which I started with, which I think was wise because I love Ghost of Tsushima, but it's taken me a little bit to get back into the specific <laughs> you know, combat. Yeah. Um, but there's Samurai, there's Hunter, so that's like bow-based, and then you have the Ronin and you have the Assassin. So uh, that's pretty cool. And of course, you unlock so much shit constantly as far as like your outfits and your weapons and your charms and stuff and what you unlock i'm pretty sure what you unlock as playing like samurai is also unlocked for the other characters so it, it it's solid and i i was having quite a bit of fun with it the other day i remember in the base game when you know you were saying something about oh yeah i might go through and get a lot of the the collectibles like the the outfits mm -hmm. and the the sword sheaths and, and things like that i was like yeah, but it's like it's a it's a sword shield. Like, who cares about that? Like the and then I started seeing them, and I'm <laughs> like, watch all the things. That is pretty. Like, there's so much in that game that is beautiful, and it just continues with with legends. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll have to try it out. Um, as you pointed out off off mic, we have a lot of place spinning. You know, at, mm -hmm. I think that's why. Like, I totally understand that you're not gonna probably get back into strikers, or you're not sure when because narrative games like that have a way of hooking you and if yes. you play like we do you like to kind of keep up with the story and keep coming back to it and Absolutely. as we're going into the second half of the semester um, things start ramping up assignments start getting more complicated and longer yep. we have more to grade so yeah it's 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 definitely hard i'm i'm hooked that's what i've been playing i've played quite a bit more of it but i still feel like i'm pretty early in the game actually um, mm -hmm. i beat the first prison so in this in this particular game, the dungeons are called prisons. Uh, I beat the first prison, and after that, so number one, I had a great time with that. I, I'm I've warmed up to the combat. I wouldn't say I warmed, I've warmed up. I've never been cold on it. I just went into the game not thinking I was going to like the combat because I don't well, typically. It's yeah, you know? yeah, especially because I got you know when I, I was so excited for Persona Five because I love traditional JRPGs. I love turn based combat, all that stuff. So then I'm like, oh, it's the same Persona stuff that I love, but I'm facing a bunch of, I'm just mashing buttons and stuff, but it's not. And if you know Persona 5 combat pretty well, you have a leg up and you are, I, I found myself immediately knowing how to exploit, com, you know, enemy weaknesses and um, do the all out attacks and start and get into a rhythm where I, I felt like I could take on a hundred or a thousand more enemies because I was I was doing really well but of course these games for me have always been an experience of oh the groups of enemies are very easy but the bosses are hard and mm -hmm. the bosses are hard but I've I've only died like my party has only died once and so I feel like it's challenging but not impossible um, and after that after that first prison because you start out in the same area young and jaya of japan as you do in persona 5 uh but after that you go on a road trip you get a an rv camper with all of your friends and you start going on a road trip around japan and when i found that out i got so excited i was like oh we get to That's go awesome. to all these new cities and we get to like camp out and share meals together uh i'm only on the first city so far but i love that part of it it feels it really just 
it's one of those games where it's like there are games like the dancing game the persona 5 and three and four dancing games where if you're a persona if you liked persona 5 i would be like well maybe check it out get it on a sale but with this i'm like if you liked persona 5 especially the story the characters i feel like this is kind of a must-have game See, you mentioning the RV makes me go, I'm excited to actually be able to dive into it at like the end of the semester heading into summer. Yeah. Because that to me feels like perfect. (laughs) Yeah. And I have such strong memories associated with this game with summer because I'm usually playing them over the summer. And so, Mm -hmm. and this game takes place in the summer. It's summer vacation. So part of me is almost like, I I wish I was playing over the summer too, but I think I'm already too hooked. So. (laughs) Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. Is that mainly what you've been uh, playing this week then? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, like you said, we've been playing Minecraft. Um, I'm hooked on the treasure chests. Uh, I, you know, We yeah. found them, and then I was like, oh, that's so cool. You can go find treasure. And then we had a couple of adventures trying to find a treasure chest. Be- and we were, we were ex- excavating like these <laughs> we, huge... We were so into yeah. it, like dedicated. And then it ended up being like, oh, it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> And we're like, what's in it? Uh, what what is the what is what the heart of the sea? Is that what it is? Like, heart what do you do sea. with that? I don't know. But now I want yeah. them. I want all of them. It, it's pretty. Who it's knows? very pretty. <laughs> I have four of them, I think, so far, and I just keep going out to sea to look for more shipwrecks. And I'm like, I I, I I'm just frustrated by like, how do I get more? Like, I want to get so many more. So, right, um, right. But yeah, but that's been fun. We've been actually the exciting thing is we've been experimenting with skins with. Uh, Texture Textures. packs, yeah. Yeah. So we've known about them for forever, like going all the way back to when we were playing with our students. Mm-hmm. But I, I never really thought to try them. I was like, oh, okay, so what? It makes the game look a little better or something. But there are such wild, like such wild, you know, texture packs out there that change so many aspects of the game and just mm-hmm. make it feel like a whole new game. And so we've been experimenting yeah. with those, and it's been a lot of fun yeah we tried the skyrim one the fallout one uh the star wars one was probably uh, the coolest yeah. just because the the swords are turned into fucking lightsabers like it's <laughs> the the creepers well a, a lot of the mobs are freaking droids. droids and so you yeah. see a droid coming towards you and you're like i mean i should we... probably run away but they're so cute hey, <laughs> and then it blows up um yeah and the sound the thing that was most exciting was the moon yes. and the sun when we saw because yes. like i saw the moon and it's it's spoiler alert and listen yeah obviously <laughs> this is very old but like you know it was the death star and i was like oh that's no moon you know what i mean because like i had couldn't couldn't not make that joke but then we were like i wonder if there's two suns and then the sun came up and it's two suns yes Ugh. it's so, so pretty exciting. like i i almost want to start a new a new realm yeah and that's just like the star wars realm because <laughs> that is the, the the unfortunate thing about the texture packs is that you, as you pointed out when we were playing you apply it to this realm this world that you've created and you're like oh wow this is so amazing but it changes the textures so that like when you look at your house now that you built with that specific yes. kind of wood it looks very different and you're like that looks hideous but this other type of wood looks rad in this new texture. So you wish you could just rebuild your house and that. So it would take so much work. So 
But it's likely that in in playing on this current realm, we're, we might, like, show our friends the texture, yeah. but we don't expect that they want to just, like, dedicate themselves yeah, to that, that texture. Too, that too. So I don't want to, like, change everything to cobblestone, and then we switch back to normal, and my house is fucking ugly, so. Yeah, because, like, what, what do we do if... Um... I mean, I can't think of any of the texture packs except for the that base one. I don't remember what it was called. This the first one that we tried. Cool. Clarity, Clarity yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, if like our friends are like, yeah, we love Clarity, let's go with that one. I'd be a little bit disappointed. But the other ones, the the modern one, the Egyptian yeah. one, the Star Wars oh, one, yeah. I feel like I could I could live with any of those. Those are really really mm-hmm. cool. But um, okay, so that's anything else that you've been playing that you want to talk about? No, that's that's really been about it for me. Just Minecraft, Ghost of uh, Tsushima Legends, and uh, Valheim. Awesome. So, let's talk about what we're excited to play then, because yes. I am. I I know this is the kind of thing as a gamer that I love <laughs> talking about, even though I really try to avoid hype. I try not to let myself get into like a frothy. Uh, like state of of excitedness (laughs) because that just makes the opportunity or the chance for me to get disappointed that much more. So yes. um, Yes. Which by the way, we have to have an episode on hype at some point. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Because we've both been burned. Um, But Uh that's the thing is it's like lesson learned, you know? So it's it's rare that there will be a game (laughs) that I will be just, you know, unabashedly unrestrainedly is that a word unrestrainedly i mean you know it I'm, works it works I, I haven't gotten the phd yet so you can't hold me accountable yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i only have a master's degree i can make mistakes um i'm just kidding of course you can make mistakes with a phd too i don't want to throw out the wrong can you give out the wrong can you? no i'm, I'm kidding, well I'm, I'm a cisgendered straight white guy so i can oh yeah make you're, all you're the good mistakes you're good. i want and get away with it because <laughs> that is my privilege um i'm just kidding i didn't mean to sound so smug saying that (laughs) uh i am of course kidding but um having said that as a gamer i love talking about games that i'm excited for like i just i i we were making these lists on our own and i kept thinking like oh what about this game oh what about this game so i have a really Mm -hmm. long list hopefully we can get through all of this um (laughs) but why don't you start what's what's the game you're most excited for in 2021 okay Okay, I I have come prepared. <laughs> the game I am most excited for in 2021 is I feel like we need a drum Horizon roll. Forbidden West. That's okay. Yeah, that's at the top of Here's my Here's the thing. Too. Here's the thing because we talked we talked about this a little bit before the mics were on. Um, originally, we were told second half of 2021, mm-hmm. right? But we haven't heard all that much about it. Like, we're not really getting much on social media or in the, the, the shape of news or the form of news articles or anything like that. So I understand skepticism that this game is actually going to arrive, right? Like, maybe it won't. Yeah. However, my friend, out. I present to you. <laughs> did you see? Apparently not. Did you see <laughs> the GQ interview with Jim Ryan? the president and chief executive officer I, of Sony Interactive Entertainment. I did not see it, but I heard about it because part of it was people were like, GQ, really? Like, why? what? Yeah. What is up with Sony giving these, yeah. like, exclusive to magazines? But Apparently, GQ was contacted by Sony, and they were like, would you like 20 minutes with, with Jim Ryan? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> um, bizarre. This came out um, February 23rd. Right. So I'm, I'm behind. 
but whatever. The point is, so the interview goes on. They're asked about like the effect of COVID on on Sony and the release of games and development. They talk a little bit about VR, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. So then there's this one section where the interviewer says, um, quote, we imagine you've got a roadmap for 2021 in terms of the games you want to release. How fixed is that given the disruptions COVID-19 has caused to development? Good question. Returnal recently got pushed back a month, end quote. All right. So Ryan says, quote, yeah, we're feeling pretty good about Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Horizon Forbidden Wow. And he goes on to say, and you know, there are two approaches to this. (laughs) This, This part made me laugh. There are two approaches to this. You can either hold the date and put out the game the game irrespective of quality, or you can ship it when it's right. We have always taken the latter approach. There have been some fairly high-profile instances <laughs> of publishers trying the former approach, oh. and I feel like that is like <laughs> cyberpunk. <laughs> Wait, so, he really did. He really said that. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Hilarious. Um not that not that we are haters of of CD right. Project Red, but we can talk about that in the hype <laughs> episode. Um, but the fact that he was the one who brought up yeah. Horizon and specifically said we're feeling pretty good about Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, and Horizon, that gave me a little bit of hope. I'm not super super over the top hyped, but I really loved um, the first game. I wasn't sure that I would like it because I was really nervous about the fact that much of the combat is like right. bow based. I fell in love with the game. I thought the world was really cool. The 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 creatures are awesome. Just like the lore, everything. I, I ate that up. I got platinum on it. I've played through it a couple of times. Um, and it's a game that I would play all, all over again. Like I really enjoyed that game. So I am excited for the sequel. I am somewhat hopeful that it will come out in the second half of 2021. If if it's a holiday game, yeah. perfect. That's great. Uh, if it is pushed to, you know, the, the next year, as long as it's in like the first quarter or two, I won't be disappointed because I do want it to be a great game. Um, and I think that uh, it's Gorilla, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that they did a really good job in creating this new franchise. And so, you know, ultimately give them the time that they need for it. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. And that interview does make me feel a little bit better. I'm still going to be skeptical. I think I always mm-hmm. am of release dates. That's fair. But yeah, if it was 2021, that would be amazing. Like you said, I was also skeptical um, seeing that first trailer. I was just like, well, I guess I'll see kind of like Returnal. Like, well, we'll see what happens. Right, right. But, but think about how big it is for Sony, not only to just release a, a much anticipated game, but to release it within that like first full year of a new console, having a big game like that, and it's going to be an exclusive, like that that's a big push. Yeah, I, I, I think that game is incredible too. Like I just love the the graphics. I love the, like you said, the 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 combat i did not think i was gonna like the combat either but i think it does such a good job of balancing technique with strategy because hitting those weak points on those enemies and they all have very interesting and and i would say creative weak points um Mm -hmm. is just so it makes you feel so 
badass when you take down a big but they're it's never easy you know what i mean it's you know once you start right. getting up to those right. bigger um those bigger creatures it's not it's never like oh you're just rolling over them it always takes at least a little bit of focus and attention mm-hmm. and you just feel so good when you you've done it yeah and i failed miserably more than once yeah. right but when i got it right it really felt sad absolutely and i was using all of the tools because usually i'm like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna stick to the what i'm comfortable with nope i was using yeah, all of like them a little shock tripwire yeah. thing and just like all the gadgets yeah it was, great. it was really great I, that's one of those games i don't understand the response to it i mean generally it got positive responses but there are people that i've heard since be like that game's just i don't like i don't i don't get why people love it so it's just such a standard game to me and i'm like what are we playing the same game you know what i mean i don't i don't get it it's so objectively i think um arguably objectively i I think it's a standout yeah absolutely yeah yeah and so i think having horizon forbidden west be one of the first big releases for for the ps5 i i think that that would be um i think it's very strategic because what are we waiting for not to get too off topic but what are we waiting for for the xbox uh yeah i mean halo infinite is the big one um mm-hmm. state of decay 3 but that we that that's going to be a ways off they have it listed as 2021 don't they do they but i i looked it up yeah because that's on my list okay all right um so before I start naming those, because some of those are on my list, so I'll get, I'll get to those. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'll go because Horizon is also on my list at the very top. Um, I would say if not number one, then definitely number two. Um, fighting with Resident Evil Village, of course, as right. previewed last week, um, which is out in May. So very soon. I ordered the deluxe edition. If there was a deluxe deluxe edition with a life-size Lady D statue, I would have bought that. Um I'm just kidding. I have tall ceilings, but <laughs> I I don't I don't know if I could fit that through my door. Um, but I'm so excited for that game. I love Resident Evil and have since the very first game. The first game on the PlayStation was the reason I bought a PlayStation back in the 20th century. Um, I was <laughs> a Nintendo fanboy. Like I was a hardcore Nintendo fanboy, and I thought nintendo 64 is the way to go that's going to be the that's the best system ever it's so powerful stupid playstation oh yeah i just who wants those games there were a few games though where i was like "Ah," except i wish i could play that game on my n64 and resident evil was one of them i love horror movies um i love zombies and this was before the big zombie explosion where everything became zombies and so the idea that there was this game with these like old school shuffling brain-eating zombies was super exciting Uh, my friend my uh, sister's boyfriend had a playstation and so i played the original his house and then i was like i need i I have to have a playstation so i got a playstation i got resident evil director's cut and resident evil 2 and that was sort of started my love affair with the series i've played as i said last week every mainline game in the series at this point now now that i've played resident evil 0 and a couple of the side games and i loved resident evil 7 um, I loved Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes. Did not love Resident Evil 5 and 6. I liked them, though. I, well, I don't know if I liked 6. <laughs> 6 <laughs> was very disappointing. Um, but I, I still liked 5 for all of its flaws. But I loved in Resident Evil 7 the return to the original formula. 
Yes, they go first person, and so that changes things up a bit, but I like the idea of being in this really well-crafted, spooky environment where, of course, there's got to be a big house. I love that part of it. Right, right. Um, I love that there's secret panels and rooms, and there's like this, a lot of narrative storytelling, picking up notes and looking at pictures and and finding, you know, little dolls and stuff like that. That is all very exciting to me. And Resident Evil 7 went back to that formula where it's a little bit more about environment, environment, interacting with the environment, environmental storytelling than the action part of it, which is what five and six were starting to lean into. Um, and so it looks like Resident Evil Village is a continuation of that, except you're in this big, beautiful, medieval European castle with sexy vampires chasing you. And like, I remember seeing the trailer for at E3 or the E3-ish event last summer and pausing on the pictures of those witches and being like, who are they? And like, I was so worried that they were just going to be some like throwaway um, set of villains or some, some, some group that you come across in your, in your adventures. But it seems like uh-huh. they're the primary antagonists. Based on the demo? Yeah. I mean, Lady D is talking to someone on the phone who seems like it might be her boss. So, like, uh-huh. sure, maybe there's some other higher up. But um, Lady Dimitrescu, I don't know how to say it. That's <laughs> just my way of saying it, um, seems to be the tyrant or, like, Mr. X for this game or nemesis of this game. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be seeing a lot of her, thankfully. I'm going to have to master the art of jet of like barely escaping because I don't want to escape too much because right. then she's going to be like two rooms behind. I want to be in the same just room. Linger long right. Enough. Like, how do I just get through that door before she swipes me? Um, but yeah, the game looks beautiful. The maiden demo that was released for PlayStation five is gorgeous. You played it, right? You thought yeah, it was, yeah. It's very detailed. Yeah. It, was, it was beautiful. It's too terrifying for my tastes. But I will. It's definitely a game where I'm going to be like, uh, "Hey, Joey, can, can I? Can we do the screen share? Can I watch you?" <laughs> that screen share, such an underrated feature. That's great. It is. It truly is. I. It's. It's one of the reasons why I love the PS5 so yeah. much. I was just talking with um with our friend Paul the other day about the PS5 and what we love about it and the controller and just like yeah, it's. It's a solid console. I mean, I was thinking about how you, and your partner and. Our friends Amy and Russell, and then our friends mm-hmm. Paul and Jacqueline, you guys all use the controller mic for your microphone mm-hmm. and headset. So, like, would we all be playing games? Because this is the first time all of us have been playing games together. Would we all be playing right. games together without that feature? You know, do we all have headsets that, like, I mean, I do, but I bought it in part to use for class stuff too. Like right, how many people right. are like, I don't want to have to go out and buy a gaming headset just to play online. Yeah. That's an extra 40, 50, 100 bucks or whatever. And now it's like, well, oh, you it, just use your controller. Yeah, exactly. And the quality is pretty yeah. decent. Like I was I was I was surprised. Um but the other thing is, you know, sometimes um I'm I'm playing and and you know, we're playing together and like maybe my my partner is next to me, but she's not going to be playing. Right. Right. But she can still hear you and still participate in the conversation. And Paul and Jacqueline sometimes do the same thing, too. We wouldn't be able to do that as easily if we were, you know, wearing the headsets all the time. So, yeah, it it definitely uh, expands the options. But totally. Okay, what's next? What's Um, your next? Oh, sorry. Just real quick, not to be uh, uh, a contrarian, Mm -hmm. but I can't find an official release date for State of Decay 3. I saw a couple of articles that said 2022 or beyond. Oh, really? Which makes me sad. Huh. But 
I, I guess I don't see a definitive like, oh, this is probably the range. Okay. Yeah. I, I was Googling release dates beforehand and I didn't have a lot of time to get all of them. So I was just going off of like whatever I could grab. And I thought I saw one that said 2021, but okay. I'm, I mean, if you can, no, I, I, I would have, gladly, my mistake. <laughs> I would gladly uh, play it sooner rather than later because I really like State of Decay 2. Um, especially once uh, it was well after launch and they had fixed a lot of the bugs on PC. But anyways, um, okay, so your question, what else am I excited for? So uh, probably my second most anticipated game is Far Cry 6. Originally, it was supposed to release last month. Break my heart. (laughs) Uh, The rumor, because supposedly Microsoft accidentally leaked like – I don't think it was promotional material, but it was like a date on a, on a page or something. Right. And so the rumor, let's put that you know out there. This is definitely a rumor. The rumor is that Far Cry 6 may release um, in May. And I think the rumor date is the 25th. Let me look at my calendar real quick. Um, and that would be a Tuesday. So that would make sense. That might be a little bit soon. But it's not completely out of the realm of possibility considering past launches for Ubisoft. And on occasion when they have to delay, it's usually not by like a long period. Um, I hope we see it around summer because I'm excited for it. Uh, Far Cry is one of my favorite franchises. Uh, The games aren't all of the same quality that is for sure but (laughs) i'm i am excited to see what happens with far cry 6 um especially considering and this part kind of worries me a little bit but considering how bumpy the launches were for watchdogs legion and then how buggy and just kind of uh what is a good word to sum up assassin's creed valhalla uh in some ways it was underwhelming (laughs) I'm a little nervous. Are we going to see some of those same moves with Far Cry 6? So I hope it's a little bit more polished, a little less buggy. And I mean, Far Cry is never known for being like a super serious narrative game. But I am curious to see what they do and if they try to pull the whole like, you know, it's a political mm-hmm. when clearly it's not. Um, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But I, I love a good open world game and I love uh shooters so it's like the perfect franchise for me our game about participating in an uprising in a small third world nation (laughs) is not political at all that's ridiculous what are you talking about (laughs) Uh, yeah that's so frustrating just embrace it and move on you know like you're you're making a bigger deal of it by foolishly saying it's not political absolutely it's not inspired by anything okay like I, i i really would love to interview one of the developers, I, I, we would never get the chance, but, and, and just ask them like, what is behind that statement? Like the, what is the PR uh, value of that? Because mm-hmm. I don't think anyone takes you seriously when you say that. And then it hurts your credibility yeah. in the long run. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting move. We could definitely dive into, I mean, that could be its own episode right there. Just like politics and apolitical yeah. video games, quote unquote. Uh, but regardless, I, I do enjoy me some Far Cry, and I am excited to see what they do, especially since apparently there's more, like, uh, like verticality with this game. Hmm. And so I'm I'm curious, what is that going to look like? How is that going to play out? Is that going to change how you approach, like, if there are outposts, 
that kind of thing. Um, is that going to change the tools? Like, what is the loadout going to look like? That kind of stuff. So, yeah. I'm always interested to see what Ubisoft does with their franchises because they tend to make slow adjustments across franchises. Um, and it's kind of interesting to track some of those changes. Yeah, that's on my list as well. I know you are a far bigger fan of the series than I am, but I a did. far bigger oh, fan of Far Cry. <laughs> you are. Your fandom is a far cry higher than. No, okay. I'm done. Um, but I did like four and five, so I'm I'm looking forward to to the next game as well. Uh, for me, the next game I'm excited about, and kind I was kind of going in order of like, well, what's coming up? And next on my list yeah. is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I'm also so excited for that. I've played the original trilogy. I love the original trilogy. Uh-huh. Ending of three and all. Um, I bought the special edition helmet that this one has, and <laughs> I'm gonna wear it the entire time. No, I'm not. I'm just oh, wow. kidding. Is it even going to fit on my head? Part of me is a little bit worried that I'm going to try to put it on. It's going to like, it's gonna be like a crunch. Like, um, but no, I'm I'm so excited to play those games again. Like I said, I recently have been in a mood where I'm, I feel okay playing older games. Like I can see if I were a little bit more busy and kind of like flooded with new releases, I would be excited for it. And then I just probably wouldn't play it. But it's coming out at the right. perfect time, right at the beginning of summer, right at the end of the semester. Mm-hmm. Um I'll probably need another week or two with Resident Evil Village, but other than that, I'm super excited to jump in. I I, I see people joking online about how you're gonna, you're, everyone's so excited to make the same decisions again, and I probably will. But <laughs> that's hilarious. You know, I'm still. That's like me every time I play The Witcher Three. I'm gonna yeah. do it different this time. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I can't be bad. Um, but I, but more, I more to the point. Um, I'm really excited for my friends to play because you're gonna play yeah amy i don't know if i'll play it right away but it seems like the perfect entry into that earlier uh iteration of the franchise because i've only fully played through mass effect andromeda yeah and amy and russell said they're gonna play paul and jacqueline said they're gonna play so like yeah everyone seems to be it's gonna be a game we can all talk about Exactly. I love being able to have conversations like that across the friend group. And yeah, it's going to be Especially with choice driven games. I'm like, who yes. did you fuck? You know what I mean? Like, that's the <laughs> question. I'm like already Number waiting. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that you know, stuff like that. And, and, you know, there are some really interesting decisions that you have to make in that series. So I'm going to be really cool, curious cool. to see what, what people decide. Yeah. So that's that's my next game. What about what about you? Well, I'm looking at my list and like there's stuff there and I realize every single thing that I put down except for Mario Golf Super Rush, everything else does not have a, a release date. <laughs> not even a year? So I'm not sorry, even what? a year, like twenty twenty one? I mean general, but like okay, we, we talked briefly about this I think last week, so I'm not gonna linger on it. But like Skull and Bones is on my list. Who even knows if that game will ever release? Uh Sons of the Forest, which is a sequel to The Forest the the official trailer came out two months ago it's probably gonna be a little while maybe a year or two um i am excited for back for blood because we're gonna be playing that together with another friend and that is releasing june june 22nd um and i'm excited to have that but like dying light 2 that's another game we're like or uh yeah dying light 2 is that are we gonna get that question is it going to be a year? Is it going to be three years? Is it going to be a mess? Um, and then the new God of War. 
That, well, you noticed that was notably absent from it his was. list in that GQ interview. He didn't say that's what I'm confident saying. in God of War, even though it's still listed as 2021. Yep. So uh, that one, I would not be surprised if it was next year. Well, especially like if you have Horizon and you have Ratchet and Clank, why do you, you don't need God of War. Mm-hmm. You can tease people and give the devs at least another three or four months and release it in March or April of next year. So. Yeah, and and still say, hey, we had a good year. Right, yeah, absolutely. You know? And I don't know a lot of people that think it's going to come out in 2021. Like, maybe a lot of, like, yeah. ca- I don't want to say casual in the the um, derogatory <laughs> oh, sense. <wow. laughs> yeah, I don't mean, like, casuals, but people who don't keep up with Filthy gaming casuals. news or anything like that, you know? <laughs> we haven't gotten much on right. it, and so that's, you know, I, and I guess to be fair, you could say, well, we don't really have much on Horizon. True, my friend. Yeah. However, the man did say right. so. I'm putting a little bit of hope there. It's not a ton, but a it's little that bit thing of hope. Where it's like it's more important what he didn't say than what he did say. Like, oh, we're confident in these things, yes. so you're not confident he, in. He did God not of War. need to mention the three that he did, but he did. So, yeah. Um, but I guess the next big one that's actually confirmed coming out would be Back for Blood. Uh, I'm just excited for that and being able to co-op. Like more and more, I appreciate the co-op stuff yeah. and just playing with friends and just like messing around and having fun. And it looks like it's probably going to be a good game. Um, I think stuff that I've, I haven't looked in a little while, but some initial things were positive about yeah. it. So, Especially from um, Left 4 Dead fans because mm-hmm. this – the thing that worried me a little bit when I heard about it was that there's a card system – and I was like, what? Yeah. The 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 first two games were exciting because they were like this fast, frenetic, like cooperative shooter action. Like that's what was cool about those. When you add strategy and like cards into the mix, how do you do that? But I've heard uh, panelists on two different podcasts say, yes, we understand that sounds scary, but we played it and it's actually <laughs> kind of cool. So um, I'm also excited for it. I think it's, you know, I like, I loved Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. So um, mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, at the very least, I'm excited, like you said, to try it with you and Ron and, and see what we can yeah. do. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm excited to see what that card system looks like. And I don't really have much experience with, with the other games that you mentioned. So um, I don't know. I'm going in from like a mostly fresh perspective. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I really want them to have a grabbing pills line because when we play Phasmophobia, me and Ron are always saying that when we grab pills, we're like grabbing pills because that was a yep. one of the lines <laughs> from a character in uh, I think it was the second game. But yeah, okay. it was okay. uh, a lot yeah. of fun. What is uh, another game on your on your on list? my list is another game coming out soon, but technically it's already out. There are a couple of games like this that are oh. already out on other mm-hmm. platforms, but I was waiting for a ps5 version uh yakuza like a dragon is that for me they announced that the Mm -hmm. playstation 5 version was going to be delayed until 2021 and and it's coming out in march and i love yakuza zero i i I went out i love yakuza zero so much i went out and bought every other yakuza game that i haven't played yet because that's my (laughs) thing and so i was a little bit torn i was like should i go back and play all of them but i didn't quite like, I feel like if I do that, that's a long road. Those games are big games. It is. So it is. I think I'm just going to play. I think I'm just going to play Like a Dragon. I've heard that you don't necessarily need to play the other I games. I was just going to say, it's like, 
I don't want to use the word detached, but it's separate enough that you can step in. And I don't think you need as much of like the narrative background from yeah. the previous games. So, um, and I bought it when it um, when it just released for the PS4. But I get the upgrade, and I haven't played it yet. So I'm excited that that came out um, today. Oh yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at the yeah, date on my yeah. thing. I was like, no, March second. That's when it comes out. <laughs> Duh. That's it's. I can't believe it's March already. That is. I oh blown away um so yeah that's that's the next one i loved yakuza zero um the fact that Mm -hmm. this one incorporates elements of traditional turn-based rpgs of course i love those so i'm excited about Mm -hmm. that i love dragon quest so i love that and i what i love about that too is that you have these two different companies sega and square enix and square enix seems totally cool that sega just incorporated elements of their their game and their characters and stuff so so yeah that's that's uh next on my list Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about Mario Golf, and that's I, the next one on my list too. Did we play a Mario Golf game together at one point? I don't think so. Okay, I think we played Mario Tennis. If not, I know. Yeah, I know we played tennis. Um, well, anyways, I have never played a Mario Golf game then. Uh, but it looked it looked cute. It looked adorable. Yeah. It's a Nintendo game. It's gonna be fun. Um, and I think it'll be fun to to play with friends. So that's that's the next one on my list. And that one releases June 25th. It seems like, um, well, let's see. Uh, Back for Blood is June 22nd. Mario Golf is June 25th. June might be kind of a full-ish month, at least in the, the latter half there. And so is May. Like summer is becoming weirdly not nearly the dead season <laughs> it used to be for gaming. Right, right. But... No, I'm I'm that's also on my list. I'm super excited. I was I, I would say I was surprised by how excited I was at, when the, they showed the showed it at the Nintendo Direct. Um mm-hmm. it's been a while since I played a Mario Golf game and the Mario Golf games were not I, I loved the Mario tennis games. They were more more my speed in terms of like the Mario sports games, but like you said, this one looks so cute and any game where I can be Peach, you know, that's that's good <laughs> enough for me. I love Princess Peach, so so I'm hyped for that. Yeah, that's that's on my list too. Uh, next up for me is Halo Infinite. So we we mentioned that already. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a similar reaction to that trailer, the infamous trailer, yes. where people a lot yes. of there was a lot of backlash, and I understand it. There was there was pop in in the trailer for your biggest game, your biggest platform seller. Like this, it was yes. It was so important for them to deliver on that trailer, and it got some really important right. things wrong and and that's what i meant by my earlier comment about microsoft and like what do they have that we're like yeah. waiting on i didn't mean that to be like super dismissive like i'm not like a total ps4 or ps5 fan person right. but there seem to be from my perspective more interesting exclusives mm-hmm. in Sony's lineup and yes i am excited for a new halo i want to go back and play the the master chief collection um but halo infinite looked yeah. rough and in ways that made me go hmm what's up with development and so i'm a little hesitant now yeah i i think there were a lot of people that were quick to jump and defend it and say, well, but Halo's never been about graphics and it's all about gameplay. And I don't know that I totally agree. The games have always looked good. Halo 3 was gorgeous at the time. Mm. Um, 
And so they. Well, but but how can you say that? That like it's never been about the graphics, but then say that the Xbox is the most powerful. That console. was that was my yeah that was my question at the time was like you know okay so that's a fair point but do you really think that Microsoft would accept that Microsoft would say oh yeah yeah graphics don't matter but also we have the <laughs> most powerful gaming console in history it's so yeah. weird yeah so um but but also what like you said so okay so let's let's imagine for a second that that's true that graphics don't matter and it's all about the gameplay which gameplay is important okay um yeah yeah especially for a shooter (laughs) but what does that mean for the gameplay if if they can't seemingly get the graphics right because it wasn't even that the game just didn't look flashy like i said there was pop in Mm -hmm. you know like this is supposed to be the most powerful gaming console in history and it can't load this entire level and this game is supposed to be more of like an open world type game it's yeah. just like you said it, it was definitely cause for concern but now with more time and with an understanding of how much is at stake with this game i'm kind of excited to see what they what they come up with yeah absolutely absolutely i mean i will play it and i like i said i, I am a halo fan um and i'm excited for it it was just a matter of it being a little underwhelming what they what yeah. they showed agreed what's next for you um, I feel like I've, I've already sort of touched on Dying Light 2, but, um, that's next on my list. Uh, there have been stories of the development being, um, like it's not going very well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I just await news on it and hope for the best. Um, I hope they can pull it off and that it actually releases and it's not one of those titles that seems to forever be in development. But again, it's one of those things where like if if it needs another year, fine. If it needs another two years, okay. Um, but I felt like the first game was relatively solid and it was a fun experience and I love that you could co-op the whole thing. Um, and I just, I want more of what it had to offer. Yeah, kind of. I'm. I think I'm in the same camp. Um, it's not on my list because I guess I just didn't even think that it would release this year because <laughs> of the problems and everything. Right, right. Um, but like you said, I did like the first game. Um, I loved Dead Island, and so I'm. I'm definitely curious about it. But I'm. I guess I'm just trying not to get my hopes too far up. Yeah, absolutely. Next up for me is a little indie game that I am very excited about, and I think yes. you're very excited about. Emily yep. is away three. Um, the first Emily, well, I heard about the first Emily is away game when Emily is, is away two came out because Emily is away one became free on steam. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, great. So it's a game about, if you've never heard of it, it's basically a game where you play a young man. I do think it's gender, right? You play a young man. Um, I believe so. Or maybe they don't gender. I don't remember, but I, um. I, you know, Either way, you play this young person um, who is living in the late 90s, early 2000s and using AOL Instant Messenger to connect with friends. And so the first game is a little bit more directed and kind of narrow, not in a bad way, but um, a little bit more linear in terms of like how you, you know, how the story plays out. But you essentially just the entire game is you talking with your friends on AOL AOL Instant Messenger or a fictional version of it. 
so it's like you, you can change the. It has the sound effects. You can change the background colors, the font colors. Mm-hmm. You can change your little profile image and everything like that. It's it's so reminiscent of actual AOL Instant Messenger from back in the day that like the the feelings of nostalgia are just indescribable. So the next one, Emily is away three, takes place in a fictional Facebook mm-hmm. um, called Face Nook. And I've been following Kyle Seeley on Twitter, and he sort of like trickles out these trickles out these updates. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's 2021. He's I know he's been working on it for quite a while. Um, yeah, the release date on Steam just says soonish. Yeah. So I've I have felt for months that he's close to being done, but I've sort of given up, like <laughs> hoping that it's going to be out soon. Um, so so yeah, I'm I'm guessing by the end of the year, but. Uh, I'm really wouldn't it be awesome if he was just like April 1st here you go (laughs) April 1st that wouldn't be awesome because I would be like I don't believe you (laughs) (laughs) April 2nd maybe but uh but yeah so that's that's my next uh my next big one what about you cool cool um I I only have two left on my list uh State of Decay 3 oh so we've already sort of referenced that a little bit um I played the first game. I played the second one. I like the second one. I feel like the concept is a good one. I like the whole, like, you know, building a base and having community members that you can switch between and being able to co-op. State of the Gate 2 definitely has some issues as far as bugs, but at this point, the game is not a buggy mess. Um, of course, it's years after it, it launched, but I actually started playing it a couple of months ago again on PC, and I was having a perfectly fine time. I was playing uh, that game with my brother for a bit, so it was good. One of the things that excites me about what I think they were hinting at in State of Decay 3 for the the trailer that they released a little while ago, or actually, is it like seven months ago now? That's a good question. It's actually been a decent chunk of time, yeah. I think. But um, regardless, they implied that there's going to be more, like, PvE stuff. So, like, animals that are infected and more, like, environmental factors. I think that's exciting. Um, I know there are people who don't like playing video games where, like, you have to, like, fight animals or whatever. But I think it is... uh, potentially going to be an interesting um, approach that'll maybe make the world feel a little more in depth maybe. Um, so I'm excited for it. I don't know really when to expect it, yeah. but I will definitely play it at launch. Yeah, I was hugely disappointed by the buggy state of State of Decay 2, but uh, I didn't even I didn't mean that state, the state. Anyway, um, but I liked the core gameplay loop. Uh, mm-hmm. That part kept coming. I I was so mad that I had to keep coming back. I was like, God damn, I got to play this thing again. But I, <laughs> but I kept coming back. You know what I mean? No one was forcing yeah. me to do it. Um, so there's, there's enough there that I'm excited for the sequel as well. So that right. one is also on my list. Skull and Bones, you mentioned, that's also on my list. Yep. I love mm-hmm. Black Flag, um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. So, you know, the fact that, I, I mean... We don't have to talk for too long. I know we're running shortish on time, but, you know, if it has enough of Black Flag in there for me, I think I'll it'll be it'll be fine. I'm trying not to get my hopes up. I don't think it's going to be Black Flag point, you know, part two or anything Mm -hmm. like that as much as I want it, because the I originally based on the first trailer that we saw, 
they focused on the ship combat and that seemed to be the whole game at that point and i'm hoping that they listened to some of the feedback that people gave them which was that we don't just want the ship combat we want the pirating we want to right. go explore we want to go we find want to treasure. be able to role play a little bit right more exactly and, yeah. yeah so so i'm hoping i have hopes for that but i'm you know yeah but you know it's another title on our list that like it's kind of iffy yeah. we don't really know that much we don't have a lot of information but we know it's been in development for a while what does that mean it's one of those that people keep bringing up and saying is it is it canceled are they still making it and it's right like, is this still a thing we don't know either way so i i have trouble speculating but um but i hope so and i hope it's mm-hmm. I hope it's pretty cool same uh the next game on my list is a game that uh i had a friend who recommended this game to me um they were like oh yeah you know you can you know we'll both play it and talk about it uh and then they didn't play it and talk i see you smirking on the zoom call because you, you know it's you <laughs> arcade spirits uh is the sequel the arcade spirits the new challengers is the sequel to arcade spirits which is an indie game uh and it's essentially a visual novel slash dating sim so mm-hmm. you take over an arcade it's set it takes place in this fictional future world where retro arcades are kind of back in style and so you get the opportunity to take over this small indie arcade that goes up against this big corporate arcade and there's a whole cast of characters that's very lovable um and i fell in love with them and i loved the dating uh, mechanics they're very simple it's a very simple straightforward game but there's a lot there i thought the story was really great um so i'm really excited for the sequel it doesn't have a release date but given the fact that it's a visual novel i'm hoping that it could still come out maybe this year early next year yeah, that's definitely an indie on my my future list as well. And the style of the first one is just very, I don't know, very appealing yeah. and also very cute. Very colorful. So. And this next mm-hmm. one, they're they're leaning into like some of the neon kind of aesthetic, which is very yeah. cool. Yeah. That 80s, yeah. they use a lot of like 80s retro styling. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Man, I just, I love indies and what they can do yeah. and how they bring these like unique experiences. Yeah, because it, it is a very simplistic game. Like the the art of the characters, it's one of those things where they only have a few animations or like a few mm-hmm. uh, iterations of them, but that's enough. Like it, there's a, a merging of like presentation and imagination. Like it's giving me enough to right. imagine what those characters look like speaking and moving around and things like that. So... Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh I'm super excited for that one. So did you have you have one more? I just have one more, which is God of War. Oh uh, yeah. Again, we don't know when that's coming out yeah. and it was absent from the list in that interview, but I really liked when did it when did that one come out? Was that 20 2018 was it? 2018? I think so. I did not expect to love that game as much as I did. It was my first God of War, and it was excellent. The story, the combat, the world, it it was beautiful. It really redeemed that series, I think. That series had sort of gone downhill. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was was an amazingly crafted game. Um, Mm -hmm. Some people call it perfect, and... Yeah. I think it's pretty close. I mean... I think it's close to perfect, yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Valkyries in that. We, um, in our, our chapter that we published together on uh, Twitch and like harassment <laughs> on Twitch, when we were coming up with pseudonyms, or not pseudonyms, but coming up with, um, you know, fake names for our our subjects that we were studying, 
I was like, let's go with Valkyrie names because I love the Valkyries <laughs> from that game so much. And we were just yep. playing it at the time. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I have a bunch more. I'm going to try to skim through them. I know, again, we're, we're running a little bit long. Gotham Knights, though, is still scheduled to come out this year. Really? Yeah. And that's the, the follow-up from uh, Rocksteady, the, the studio behind the Arkham games. And I loved the Arkham games. I love all of the Arkham games, Asylum, Night City, everything like they're they're the gameplay. I'm a huge Batman fan. I should say that. So part of it was the the care and attention that they paid to those characters in that world was so impressive. And I was constantly finding something to be appreciative of as a fan. And so Mm -hmm. this in this one, you play one of four characters, um, I don't, I'm trying to think now. It's Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and I can't remember the fourth character. Um, I was hoping it would be Batwoman. It wasn't. Um, but Batgirl's mm. good enough. I love Batgirl, Barbara Gordon. Um, and it's a cooperative game. They say you can play by yourself or cooperatively. So, oh, cool. yeah, I'm looking forward to playing. And it looks good. The The trailer just looked great. Hmm. Um, Disco Elysium is one of the games that is already out on other platforms, but comes out for the PS4 yep. this month also. And I've heard so many good things, and it seems like my kind yes. of game. So, have you played yeah. that one? I, I can't wait to get into that. Okay, one too. so you haven't played it? No, okay. no. Yeah, so maybe that'll be one that we we end up talking about. It just the artwork yeah. looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, Goodbye Volcano High is a game that they showed for the PlayStation Five during. Was it E3 or like their big E3-esque showcase I last think summer? So. And it looks so weird and <laughs> it looks like an indie game. I mean, I think it is an indie game. Yeah, yeah. But weird in an adorable yeah. way. You know? Right. Yeah. Weird in the same way that like Arcade Spirits. It's like a very sort of yes. cute, um, simplistic, indie, narrative-driven game. And it really reminds me of that. It reminds me a little bit of even something like Dream Daddy. So... Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for that one, even though it's, uh, I mean, I, I guess the premise is weird. You know what I mean? Like you're a dinosaur going to high school <laughs> and just before like the big meteor hits, you know? Right, and so there's right. probably some symbolism. I, this is hilarious though. Right. Like, <laughs> I just want to know more about yeah. it before I'm like, yeah. Do they know, know the meteor's going to hit? You know, are they like, uh, oh, this thing's coming down. We gotta, we gotta graduate <laughs> in time or something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm excited for that one. Open Road, uh, Open Roads, excuse me, um, which is from the developers of Gone Home. So I know we both love Gone Home, oh, yeah. and that one is still listed for 2021. So okay, super okay. excited for that one. The next Dark Pictures anthology game, The House of Ashes, is still slated for 2021. I'm super excited for that one. I haven't loved any of their games nearly as much as I loved Until Dawn. Yes. But each one of them scratches an itch for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one, I thought uh, Little Hope was was actually good. I thought it was better than Man of Madan. It didn't have... I've heard that from a few people. Yeah. Well, I mean, we played Man of Madan together, and the mm-hmm. pacing in that game was yeah. terrible. It's, it's like they're still trying to get their footing in taking this episodic approach. Yeah. Um, and I do appreciate them taking that risk with mm-hmm. that approach. I just hope that they can kind of get the pacing right yeah and i think they did a much better job with a little hope again i think there was something about the teen slasher formula that 
that fit that format so well, which is why Until mm-hmm. Dawn, I think, hit me because, you know, being a slasher Absolutely. fan, um, there was so much in there that seemed on one hand like an homage, but on on the other hand, almost like a satire. And I appreciated mm-hmm. that it walked walked that line. Yeah. I like the humor and just, yeah, yeah the characters. The characters, <laughs> yeah. Um, they're so, some of them are so terrible, but it's so hard not to love them. <laughs> um, Stray is the backpack cat game um that's slated for october of 2021 who knows if that'll still hit but Mm -hmm. i am excited for that one and then senua saga hellblade 2 is still slated for 2021 so i still haven't played the first one because i'm one of those people and it seems like i'm not alone which makes me feel better but i'm one of those people that couldn't finish the first game like hearing the whispering it really got to me I, i could not do it and I don't think I will play. I'll try the second one. <laughs> yeah. At that point in time, for me personally, my anxiety was super high and I still didn't realize it at the time. And so I was like, I don't know if I feel like this game, but it seems like such an important game. And being a game scholar, a game like this, you feel like you have to play, like you have to be in that conversation. So I kind mm-hmm. of forced myself to play. And again, I didn't even have any kind of official notification or um idea that i had an anxiety disorder and then i'm mm-hmm. i'm playing it and i'm like why do i feel kind of like hot flashes and like right, my chest right. is kind of tight um but now i think i could go back and play it so before the sequel mm. comes out i think i might go back and and give that first one a try because okay. i do i do think that the con the concept of you playing a character who has um, I don't remember the exact diagnosis, but schizophrenia or or something, something along like those that. lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's super interesting, and I know they worked with mental health experts um, on getting it right. So, so I'm really curious about that. But um, that is the end of my list. I know we mm-hmm. were going to talk about PlayStation VR two. We can just briefly, mm-hmm. just briefly touch on that. I know we're we're running yeah, pretty long, yeah. but a little over a week ago, Sony announced. Um, in a blog post again because that's sony's thing now yep (laughs) they were just like hey we have we'll have more to share later but basically we just wanted to say what's up psvr2 and that was (laughs) that was almost almost literally yeah that was basically it um but we both have a playstation vr we're both yep i would say fans of it so yeah yeah um, definitely how do was it when you saw that news were you like yeah duh or were you like oh yeah here we go a little bit of both. Like I expected that eventually there would be something about like a, a PSVR two. It doesn't officially have a name though, right? I don't think so. Okay, so we're just calling it PSVR two. Yeah. Um, but also there was like patents that they did that they had for other kinds of controllers right. and things like that that we've been hearing about off and on. So like we knew that something was coming. Um, I am excited, but it's hard for me to get like super excited because we don't really have that much information. The coolest thing for me is knowing that uh, there's just going to be one freaking cord. Yeah. Like there's <laughs> there's a little bit of uh, uh, the, the process of setting up is uh, a little bit time consuming. Uh, I know a lot of people want it to be like wireless, but you know what? I will take a single cord like that. That works for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like you said, I think. Well, yeah, a lot of people wanted it to be wireless, but as far as I understand the VR technology, by going wireless, you probably are going to be sacrificing fidelity. 
Um, and to me, that's more important. Like I would rather yeah. have a chord if it means I'm going to get um, among the best VR graphical fidelity. Um, yeah, same here. Maybe it's not going to be the same as some of the more expensive headsets that you can get on PC, but sure. for the for the cost, you know, I'm I'm it's it's the it's money I'm willing to spend. So I'm I'm excited about it. Uh, we'll probably do an episode about VR, about some VR games that we've loved in the past, and maybe some mm-hmm. VR games that we want to see in the future. Um, but for now, yeah, let's uh, let's just say that yeah, PSVR is exciting. Um, can't wait to hear more. Can't wait to hear more. Absolutely, and hopefully, maybe E3 like that. You know, that could be. I am eager to see what E3 is going to be like yeah. this year. So. Because there's got to be some surprises. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're going to show. I think so, yeah. They'll show Horizon. Maybe they'll tease God of War again and they'll give like an official release date or something. But but That would be cool. But I, I'm, I'm always looking for that one more thing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, by the way. Right, right. And I don't want it to be something like one more thing, Spider-Man 3, you know, or whatever, because we know that that's coming. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> something a little bit more substantial on what they're kind of teasing. And, right, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's about that about does it for this yeah. episode. Thank you so much for listening. I actually went and set up an official email. So we're all official now. Hey, you hey. can contact us at prettypixelspodcast at gmail.com. So feel free to send us thoughts. We're absolutely open to feedback. If you want to give us a review, mm-hmm. like we encourage our students, please be honest. Give us, you know, we're we're not averse to critical feedback. If I mean, we would prefer that you do that in an email and not the, the rating. But hey, you know, we, we value honesty. So um, this is true. send us criticism, send us questions, uh, send us ideas for games. We'll try to get into more of that. I want to I want to play more games and have more fun. All this serious yeah. business about video games we're looking forward to. Ugh, it's too too serious. But um, yes, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will catch you next week with an episode about impactful indies. Yes, I'm very excited. So, as a brief preview, I'm going to be talking about Stardew Valley, probably some Rust and Minecraft and Phasmophobia, and probably Emily is away. We just talked about it, but we got to get into that and Doki Doki Literature there's more Club. To say. Yeah, there's so many. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week, and have a great week. That was stupid. Don't that why have a great week. Just So thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Why do I say bye? Bye. Bye. <laughs> Dude, why are you so crazy? Bye. I'm stopping, <laughs> I'm stopping recording now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God.